We got former MSU basketball player and friend of the program, Anthony Ayani, in the mix to talk about Autism Awareness Month, his awesome event that he put on with Draymond Green at the Golden State Warriors facility last week. And then also, well, of course, some MSU basketball talk. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, thank you so much for kicking off your day with us here at Locked on Spartans, your team in green and white five days a week. If you want some spring game prep, who is visiting this campus, what are we going to be looking for? Talked with Ryan Oblenis of Spartans Illustrated yesterday. Also, hey, after the spring game bonanza scrimmage, whatever's going to happen on Saturday, we're going to be overreacting to it, of course, later on this weekend, so keep it tuned to that. But for now... Our guy, Anthony Ayani, joins the show, so let's just get to him right now. A Michigan State basketball cult hero. That's right. He is a friend of the podcast, friend in real life, just an all-around fantastic person. What doesn't this man do? He writes books. He motivationally speaks. He's also joining us today on the show. It's Anthony Ayani. Hey, AI, how you doing, man? It has been too long. It, it is wonderful to see your face. Man, it is always good to see you, man. And yes, you're right. It has been a man. It's been like, what, three months? No, that can't, if that's true, then I, I it, refuse it was, to apologize. It was my birthday. It was my oh birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, man, we can't do that anymore. We I'm can't do that. I'm the worst. Wow, if you asked me this morning, when's the last time AI was on, I've been like, yeah, like three, four weeks ago, maybe like, yeah. So I'm like, dude, my, my concept of time is so bruised and battered. Holy smokes. I, well, I, I apologize. Goodness gracious. Wow. Wow. We're, I got to do. We're, we're busy these days, man. We're busy. I, I guess so, man. Well, yeah. Speaking of busy, let's just, let's just get right to it. You were jet setting over to the other man. side of this beautiful country that we live in. You were over in golden state warrior country with, uh, one Draymond Green. It was just a Spartan reunion, but it was a lot more than that. Do you just want to break it all down? What, what was going on last week? Because this is an awesome event that the Athletic wrote about, and I just can't wait to hear about it from your point of view. Yeah, so it actually all started on, I believe, um, March 30th. So the Warriors and Draymond, um, they uh, – so last year we did like a basketball clinic for kids with autism. So, But this year gotcha. um, Day Day wanted to switch it up. And so he wanted to take the kids to one of the big museums – um, kind of like the big sensory museums in downtown. And so that's where they went for the day. And initially they wanted to fly me out there on the 30th, but the game wouldn't have been till Tuesday, April 4th. I'm like, what am I supposed to do for five that's, days? It's a while. That's a while. <laughs> that's a so yeah. so uh, I agreed to, uh, to fly out there on Sunday. And um, so as soon as we got there, so, you know, my girlfriend, who was a Michigan State alum, Okay. She's, a big, she's a big full house, you know, girl. And I guess like her childhood dream. Yeah, her childhood dream was to visit the house itself. So, Matt, what do you think the first thing we do after we drop our bags off at the hotel? What's the first straight, thing we do? Straight, straight, to, straight to the straight, Tanner household. Straight, straight to the Tanner, to the Tanner household. household. <laughs> so we took an Uber out to the Painted Ladies. Then we walked maybe half a mile to the Tanner household. And her trip was made. Like she didn't care if we went yeah. to the Warriors game or anything like that. So, um, <laughs> And so the next day we went over to uh, the Chase Center where I got to uh, tour where they're actually adding a second sensory room in the Chase oh, cool. Center. So they have one on their main concourse level and then they're adding one in the upper concourse. So they will be one of only only of a few, if not maybe the only NBA franchise that has two sensory rooms in their arena. Wow. So I got to take a part like because it used to be like an old um, old merchandise stand. 
So they had okay. a gate that lifted up and down from the wall. So I got to take that apart. I got to take like the table apart. It was like a 500 pound marble table I had to take out, which was really cool. So had had a little bit of help, of course. Um, but so I got to check that out, and then um, and then the next day, and then the next day was the game, and um, so we we got courtside seats, you know, for the game, and and bad. I got I got the fist bump Steph Curry before the game, <laughs> and so but as he so we we actually sat at the scores table, it was like the fan experience. Oh sure, okay. So during the game, like we got, we saw warm ups. You know, Draymond would come by, I would like fist bump him, like you know, like the old days. And sure. Steph Curry comes over and he starts stretching on the scores table, and you know, like like the like the fan I am, I was like, <laughs> right, <laughs> Steph Curry's that baby. So I just say, "What up, Steph?" He goes, "Hey, how you doing?" And then and then my girlfriend talked about um, just said something to him. And then not even like 30 seconds later, he accidentally bumped the table and spilled her water all over her. And so Trip Trip made even more complete. <laughs> wow. Look at you guys just hanging out I with know. Bob's. Uh, like, yeah, hanging out with, uh, uh, you know, Uncle Danny uh, at the start. And Uncle Jesse and Joey. Uncle and Jesse was there. DJ was there. The whole crew was there. And now, now we're hanging with Steph Curry. Water on you guys. That's amazing. <laughs> and and, and Steve awesome. Kerr, he was actually really cool to talk to because he, he looked at me. And he goes, hey, how you doing tonight? I'm like. Good coach. You know, I, I mentioned him. I played at Michigan State. Gotcha. And then where we were sitting at, there was like a giant box of like gum, mints, and like cough drops. So okay. you know, Steve Steve Kerr takes like a stick of gum, puts it in his mouth, looks at us and goes, there's plenty to go around if you want some. I'm not kidding. If you want some. What a so guy. I wow. kid you not, I took a pack of gum. <laughs> I took that. a pack. The hospitality there is second to none. That's, oh, that's like, unbelievable. Like that's... Matt, Matt, I tell people, <laughs> seriously, I tell people all the time, the Chase Center is maybe one of the best arenas I've ever been to. Gotcha. It is phenomenal. And then it's after the hype. The, it is. It is. So if anybody watching and listening to this ever gets a chance to go to a Warriors game, go to San Francisco, you need to go check out the Chase Center. Because it's not just the arena, it's just what's outside of it, too. It's like, it's what the district, sh- it's what the district of Detroit should be. You know, you know, you know that's, yeah. that's, that's the yeah. best example I could get. And so, and then after the game, we did a little, um, a little talk session with parents and kids on the spectrum, took pictures and whatnot. And so, that was a lot of fun. And of course, Draymond took us out to dinner um, afterwards. So, it was, it was really great to see him. You know, I know that yeah, you know we had some really good conversations, and flew back the next day, and uh, got back at twelve forty-five. Like, I I got zero sleep that that night. Like I literally, <laughs> first time I pulled an all-nighter maybe since college. Um, hey, welcome back, welcome not, back. Here I know. <laughs> and then, but you know what, Matt? It was just awesome, and I know like what Draymond has done for the autism community, for those families, for those kids, because. You know, a lot of those kids are big basketball fans, especially as you know in that area. It's mm-hmm. yeah, there's one basketball team in that area. It's the Golden State Warriors, and a good really, one, yeah, a, a very good one. And if you think about it, you know, no offense to the Lakers, you know, because historically they're great, but like if you look at like the last ten years, it's been the Golden State Warriors. They have been the team that's been the best one in the state of California. So these kids like look up to those guys and. Draymond is one of those guys who everybody kind of looks at and goes, all right, he's, he's the bad boy of the NBA. Right. He's the, he's right. the Bill Lambier, Rick Mahorn, like bad boy era. Like, but what he does for that community now, and like, of course it took me years to like, finally like get in his ear and be like, Hey, let's do this. And then last year he was like, all right, let's do it. And I think he finally understands like how much of an importance and an impact being an advocate for that community really is. And so, 
you know, we, we talk about maybe doing some, maybe doing another basketball clinic next year, but I know the Warriors really want to take it up another notch. Um, okay. They kind of would like to do what I think it was what I think the Toronto Maple Leafs did something a few years back for uh, Autism Awareness Month, where during the intros, the entire ice was blue in honor of Autism Awareness oh, that's Month. Cool. So yeah. I was like, well, that's perfect if you guys could do that because the Warriors are blue and gold. So it's yeah. perfect. So right. they, they really want to take this up a notch. And, you know, as long as Draymond is around, you know, he really wants to take it up another notch as well. So it was it was a fun trip. I never have any complaints. I mean, any chance you get to go out there, stay on East Coast time and, you know, watch sure. the sunrise on the Bay Bridge. You know, I got to do that again this year. And it was just as always, it's an amazing experience. I mean, city of San Francisco, I got nothing but good say, good things to say about it. And, of course, shout out to Uncle Danny. Shout out to Uncle Jesse. One and time. Uncle One time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Be right back with our guy AI in a hot segment. But first, need to talk your ear off about Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories? And, folks... You need to try the best tasting protein bar in the land. We are talking Built. Got a text the other day from Built that they are dropping their cookies and cream flavored puff. Now the puff is a protein infused marshmallow wrapped in 100% real chocolate. These things are absolutely dynamite, especially for the summer. If you're like me, if you're a golfer, throw a few of those in your bag. They're going to carry you through a 9-hole round, 18-hole round, 36-hole round. Whatever it is, they're going to carry you through it. Let's say it's also a day at the office or a day at the gym, day doing yard work. Whatever it is, Built is going to carry you far because most Built bars are just like 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carb, but a whopping 17 grams of protein. You don't feel weighed down. You feel powered up and ready to go. So what are you waiting for? Head to Built.com. Or if you're already out running errands, better yet, if you're at Walmart or if you're at Sam's Club, you can get a 4-bar box of Built products there as well. So Sam's Club, Walmart, or Built.com. Head over there to stock up on your Built bars. That's that's really interesting too because um obviously hey I'm a massive Draymond fan I think the role of him as well but yeah like everyone does have that kind of view of him as like yeah the, the yeah. bad boy and everything but one yeah. thing I, I found really interesting of what you just said is that you guys did the basketball clinic before but that Draymond wanted to switch it up yep. this year like so so this isn't the Warriors yeah, obviously you know they're doing some of the planning right. but it's not like they're giving him the itinerary and he's just like being like yeah okay whatever like he he is very active so. So, so with Draymond, so with Dede, I mean, last year, like, he had the idea of doing a basketball clinic, but I think this year he kind of wanted to take it up another notch. And so, so he had the museum idea. And then, um, and so I was, but I was talking with the Warriors afterwards. And of course, like, we piggyback, you know, ideas off each other, me and him. And then obviously me and the Warriors, their community relations uh, team as well, because Lauren Claiborne, who heads up that division, is a Michigan State alum. So, ah, nice. so, okay. so that's, that's the cool part. Like it's a lot yeah. of Michigan state alums, like doing all this. And so, um, so we usually just talk about it a lot. I'm usually involved with their marketing team. I got to help design their shirt, uh, the shirt for the folks that, um, were part of that after game talk with me and day day, but you know, there's talk about maybe doing another clinic next year, but possibly doing it at their old practice facility in Oakland because it's still active right now. Gotcha. Because um, I asked, I was like, well, can we do it here at the Chase Center? Can we do it in the practice facility? They were like, no, we usually don't do that. And I was like, well, Clay Thompson did a clinic recently. Where was that at? And they said, oh, that was at our practice facility in Oakland. So we could definitely try to do something there. I'm like, I gotcha. said, that'd be cool. Because I think like if we stuck to the basketball clinic idea, that'd be really cool. And I think we can get bring in more kids next year too. So 
I mean, they definitely want to try to up this thing even more for as long as as long as Day Day's in the Bay, and so and I know he definitely wants to up it up uh, up it up every year as well. That's that's awesome, and like obviously, um, you've shared the story, uh, you know, whether it be in your book, whether it be on this podcast, but just like kind of the origin of the relationship, not just like with you and Day Day, but also Draymond knowing uh, that you were diagnosed with autism as well. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I hate just saying like, hey, play the hits, but like, you, you might tell that story one more time because like, if no one has heard that story before, like, it is a both hilarious and just beautiful start to <laughs> what has become. Of friendship that is now impacting so many other people uh, as well. So let me first start, start off by saying that me and me and Day Day actually go way back since high school. Um, Got it. Okay. We, okay. We played we played AU together. We played against each other a couple times. Um, gotcha. You know he has said he's beat his he's beat me, and I'm like, nah, it's usually the other way around. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so so th- this would have been I think going into my redshirt junior year or was in the spring um toward the end yeah it was the uh summer of my redshirt junior year so um so we we do a um we call we do some call vo2 tests where you know if you're incoming freshman incoming transfer they basically test your blood sugar they test your endurance levels they put you on this treadmill hooked up to machine see how long you can go that sounds I, terrible. I, I, <laughs> that sounds awful. Matt, I had to do it twice. I had to do oh, it. No. I, I had to do it as a freshman at Grand Valley oh, State and as a transfer oh. at Michigan State. I'm like, I hate this. Like, it's the most That's, pointless thing ever. And like, sucks. they put you on this weighted, like, no weight machine to see how much body fat you have. I'm like, this is what is this gonna do? Like, come on now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we had our incoming freshman do it. So this would have been like AP, Keith Appling, Alex, okay. Garner, Russell Bird, that class. And so. They had to do it that day on, on a Thursday. And then Draymond says to me, hey, just let you know, I talked to Coach Izzo yesterday. He said he wants you to do the VO2 workout. He wanted me to deliver the news to you personally. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, this has to be true. This has to be true. Because sure. you know, yeah. Data and Coach Izzo are like this, man. They're like tight. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And so, but the whole time he kept – going on and on and uh-huh. on and on and on like really pushing my buttons by it, to the point where i got so annoyed that finally i think it was like austin Thorne and Corey lucius came up to me and said hey like you know it's just kidding right you don't have to really take the vo2 test and i about lost my mind so okay. i went over to him we got face to face and he flat out shouted out in front of the entire team like if you can't take a joke like don't be on the team uh-huh. and so you had people defending me you had people defending day day and up being in a shoving match and then all of a sudden <laughs> You know, when when everything when the dust settled, my our strength and conditioning coach at the time, Mike Borkovich, Bork pulled Day Day aside and said, Hey, do you want to know why Anthony can't understand your jokes? It's because he's autistic. He has autism. And I know Draymond's reaction was like, Okay. So he's got autism, uh-huh. like no big deal. But Bork was like, No, like, here's why he can't understand you because he's very black and white. You know, he doesn't understand your jokes. Like you think he thinks you're picking on. Him. So Derek Nix, God love him. Yeah, he he walks past, overhears the conversation, and goes, "Well, I don't see what the big deal is, you know. If if AI's artistic, you know, I'm artistic too." And Vork immediately just whips his neck around, looks at Nix, and goes, "What did you just say?" And Nix goes, "Well, artistic. That's what you said, right?" And Vork just goes. Eh, he not goes, quite. He goes, <laughs> he goes autism, autism, oh, buddy. Man. Not art, where you have crayons and paintbrushes and you're doing art. But 
at that time, Matt, like that was as and, and as funny and as humorous that story ends up being. Yeah, yeah, right. It, it goes to show you how very little my teammates knew about autism. And yeah, the, the only the only guys on the team at the time that really knew that about me were Austin Thornton because AT and I have known each other for it'll be uh, it'll be twenty years next year because we played okay. AU together in high school. So Austin knew. Mike Keebler had an idea because we were high school teammates together. Um, gotcha. But he really didn't quite understand it as well. But, you know, when 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 Day Day heard about it, he immediately walked up to me the next workout and goes, hey, like, why didn't you tell me all this? And I was just like, well, I didn't know how you were going to react. I thought you were going to be like everybody else that I do in my life who found out and treated me completely differently. And so, but he was just like, hey, man, like, you know, kudos to you because look how far you have come in your life despite being yeah. diagnosed with this. And so that day, like, he'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Vork will tell you this that day changed our relationship forever. Like for sure, you know, as friends, as teammates, like it changed forever. And I think like the respect that he has for me now, not just as a teammate, but as a human being is through the roof. And I think like our story is the biggest reason why he really wanted to get into this, why he really wanted mm-hmm. the Warriors to do something every year for the autism community. And now like he's latched onto it. And actually the second sensory room I was telling you about Matt, that the Warriors are putting together, it's actually going to be done here in the next couple of weeks, I believe. So it's, okay. it's good to go for the playoffs. Awesome. Um, so wow. I, as from what I was told, Draymond is donating for that room. So it'll be this. So the, it'll be the sensory room, you know, um, sponsored by Draymond Green. And apparently they are putting a picture of me and Day Day oh, in wow. the sensory room. So I was, awesome. like, I was like, wow, like my – I have nothing to do with this. Like I'm just a <laughs> guest at the Chase Center for the last two years, and, and this is what we're doing. And so and, – and it's all coming together, though, because this it, it's something that, you know, is near and dear to my heart, and now it's part of the Warriors organization. And it's going to be part of Michigan State for life, too, because, you know, Michigan yeah. State's in the process right now of getting a sensory room together for the Breslin Center. And the university gotcha. – it'll be the – and we'll be the first major Power 5 university – to have to house a sensory room in a major college arena or stadium. And so gotcha. So the fact that we're making all these moves and organizations and universities again behind it, like it really goes to show you like how big of a deal like this is for universities to not only show the awareness, but also bring the acceptance to, hey, we want you a part of our events. We want you part of this university, a part of this organization. Here's what we can accommodate you. Here's what we can offer. What else can we do for you? That's awesome. It's just like when it, you know, to bring you know this conversation full circle to go back to the event that you were at last week. Like, what what is your favorite moment of that event, other than getting doused with water by Steph Curry? Like when you were at like the autism awareness like events. Is it just like the the interaction that you get with the kids and the parents, or is yeah. it something that that happened that was different uh, last week? Or what, yeah, what just, I mean, yeah. obviously, Matt. I mean. The, the biggest thing that, and you know this, the biggest thing I love about my job as a speaker is just seeing the smiles that you put on kids' faces and the, and just the the conversations you have with the parents who go through it on a daily basis like sure. mine went through with me and just like hearing their stories and giving them feedback and advice. Like that's the biggest thing that I love about doing these events with the Warriors every year. And I think Draymond said it best last year, because after we did the basketball clinic, we were going back to his, uh, going back to his condo. And as we're driving back, he, he just, we're at a traffic light. We're stopping. He just looks at me and goes, AI, that was fun. Like the amount of smiles on those kids faces, like that was everything. Like, that's why, like, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I wanted to be an advocate for these reasons. 
And I said to him, I said, Day-Day, now you know why I got into this. Now you understand why I do an autism basketball camp. Uh, I do an autism hoops basketball camp every summer for these kids. Like sure. you, you get it now. And so just having those interactions, Matt, with the kids and the parents, like that, that, that's always going to be my highlight. Like, yeah, like, the full house, Steph Curry sitting courtside. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that, helps. that helps. Yeah, yeah, that, that helps. <laughs> like it helps. But you know, at the same time, even if he was playing, even Draymond was playing Sacramento, like it's the same sure, deal. Right. Like the, the the reactions I you get from the kids and the parents, like that takes everything. It makes the trip no matter what. Man, that's awesome. And I, th- this whole chat has been awesome. I mean, of course it was. I mean, every chat that we have together uh, se- seems to go well. At least I think I always walk away delighted to uh, always chat with you. But I also can't let you go without asking. Um, oh, Because this is just the talk of the week with MSU basketball fans, especially with Malik Hall returning, Tyson Walker returning. And I talked about this yesterday on a pod recently. Is is it Natty or Bus next year? Uh, because my, my thing is like, look, just get one of two banners. Just get a Final Four banner or the Big Ten regular season banner. I, I can deal with that as well because national titles are very, 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 very hard to win. But like mm-hmm. AI, is it actually Natty or Bus next year? Where, where, where are we at as we're months away from it, the season here? <laughs> here months, man. We got a lot. Man, we still got to get through. We got to get the football camp first, man. I know. Like, I um, but, and Matt, I'm glad you asked me this because like, I actually had this conversation with some friends of mine yesterday, you know, as, uh-huh. as much as I love, I, I, I probably love our fan base more than any other former player, any other current player. And you, you, for as long as you know me, you know, that to be a fact. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will say though, uh-huh. and this is just my opinion. I think the fans need to dial it down a little bit as far okay. as expectations, because there are three, there are yeah, I'll go three reasons why. Okay. Number one, look what happened to Purdue this year. Not fun. No, Not fun. no, no, no. <laughs> and like, look what happened to Purdue this year. The expectations for them, you had, you basically had the unanimous like national player of the year on your team. And he was the most unstoppable. He was the most, un, he was the most unstoppable. Play, uh, he, he was unstoppable again, you yeah. know, against yeah. FDU. Let's be honest. Like, and, but the difference was, Purdue had guards that weren't ready. They had a lot of freshman youngster guards. And, you know, if Edie comes back, which I don't think there's been any indication that he's leaving. I mean, I haven't heard anything. I mean, we, of course, he may post something at midnight tonight while we're sleeping. You know, we don't know. Um, But the thing is, is like, you got to look at what happened to Purdue. The expectations were through the roof and then they lose to a 16 seed. Um, The second thing is the last time we had these expectations, it was Mile Bridges, Jaron Jackson, Nick Ward, and Cassius and those guys. And what happened? We end up losing in the second round to a below-average Syracuse team in Detroit. And so, because you know, you know, and I'll admit too, I was a part of I was a part of those conversations when Miles declared that he was coming back. My official thought was, all right, oh, it's Natty it's or over. bust. It's, it's over. over. It's yeah. over <laughs> because it's like, okay, we're gonna run through the Big Ten, which we did. We didn't win the Big Ten tournament. All right, that doesn't matter. Like, it, yeah. okay, we're, we're going to go take care of business now in the tournament. And it didn't happen. And so, no, it didn't. <laughs> and, then, and, then the th- and then the third thing, too, Matt, is like, and you said it, you just said it. It is so hard to yeah. win a national championship these days. Like, we beat maybe one of the best teams outside of the 2012, 2015 Kentucky teams in duke in 2019 yeah i mean those those i mean the 2015 kentucky team didn't even win the national title correct 
They they Correct. they were they were thirty eight <laughs> right. and one. Thirty eight yeah. and one. And they lost to Wisconsin in the final four. So yeah. am am I am I excited that Tyson's back? Absolutely. Am I excited mm-hmm. that Malik is back? Yes. Do I think there's one more roster spot that Coach Izzo could maybe fill with it? I think he could, but I think at this point, if you look at the roster, it's stacked. It's yeah. stacked. I mean, maybe yeah. he. I mean, wishful thinking. Maybe he go gets gets another big from the portal in case we need extra. But I Hunter Dickinson, you, you want him to go get Hunter? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> you want me to log off the show right now? <laughs> no, we already we already tried that halfway through the show and my computer crafted out, but we're not going to try that again here <laughs> because I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, those are those those three things right there, man. Look what happened to Purdue. I know. Look what happened to us in 2018, and the the. The the chances the the odds like it's tougher it's hard. than what it's hard it's tough. it's hard it it's is tough very, it is very hard to do because like I mean let's be honest UConn's gonna be great again next year oh they're going to be yeah. great again yeah. um you know I don't give them a lot of credit but Florida Atlantic's not losing anybody they they're gonna run through their conference and they'll probably they'll get be a, fine Duke is gonna be a, a machine yep. next year it was, um, um, Kentucky Kentucky will be good Kansas they're will be up there. Good. Houston's um, fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, Houston's man. good. Like, and that's the thing. Like, it, it'll be us and Purdue. It'll be us and Purdue yeah. for the Big Ten title. And the question is, can you win in West Lafayette, which we haven't won there in like over a decade? So it's been a minute. It's been a while. It's, yeah. It has been. So again, <laughs> I like I am super excited for what is to come next year for Michigan State basketball. You know, they should be top five, top four in the country next year. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time. Let's dial it down a little bit. Let's okay. let's see what these young freshmen can do first, because Xavier Booker's got put on weight. He's got to yeah. play defense. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Jeremy Fears, I'm excited for him. I Very. think Gary's gonna be a great player. But I'll say this: I will go on record saying this: the best of those four is Cohen Carr. I don't hate that at all, I, I especially mean, for in, instant impact. I don't hate that at all. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. So I, 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 I was telling I was telling one of my buddies, I said, if that if that kid doesn't come in next year and get at least three offensive rebounds a game and he comes <laughs> down with it and flushes it on somebody, I said, we're doing something wrong. So he's he's here so, for it. He's built for it. Oh, he is. Yeah. And you know what? He can shoot it too. In the games I've seen him play, he, he can <sighs> I shoot hope it. So I hope so. So so you yeah. know what? I like I love our confidence. I love where we're heading next year as a team, as a program. But again, my message to the fans. Yeah. Let's not do natty or bust because that's going to put it on those guys. It's going to, and then when it comes tournament time, it's like, I know. But then, because, yeah. <laughs> because Matt, say, say this happens. Say we get the one seat, right? Yeah. Right. And say, and say we end up being in the Sweet 16 in Detroit. In I Detroit. Know. I know. I mean, this, this whole state will lose their mind. But at the same time, you know, I'm playing the what if game here. I'm always a what if guy. Yeah. What if you get to that point and then you lay an egg? Right, and then the then the fan base comes back around and goes, well, I mean, I mean, we it was a bust, right? But it's like yeah. again, us yeah. as fans, us as alums, I'm not going to put that on that team. They they are because they already know in their head, hey, we got the team to do it. We got, we got, the, we got yeah. the pieces. They're not so, stupid. Right. No, yeah. they're, they're not. Yeah. They they know they know they what's know. going on. They, they know. know. <laughs> but as a fan base right now, let's just let's enjoy spring football in a few days. All right. Enjoy spring yeah. football. Take the kids out. It's gonna be seventy-five and sunny in East Lansing. Have some fun. And you know let's what? Let's be healthy this offseason. Yes. Yeah. Like, let's knock on right. wood. Let's stay healthy. And you know <laughs> yeah. what? Have a nice summer. 
let's take a shot of fireball on opening weekend against Central Michigan, Matt. And then you know what? Enjoy football for two months and let's tip it off. All right. We're like good. That. That's our agenda. That's all I needed to hear. That that was great. That was that was a, that was. I, I didn't I didn't know there's a perfect answer to that question. But I think you just dealt the perfect answer to that question. Uh, so, I try, man. I try. <laughs> yeah. God, I love that. That's awesome. I always love talking to you, man. Uh, this has been great. I know uh, I asked, hey, you wanted to go for 15 minutes, and here we are, just about. Hey, you know I could. Hours, you know uh, I could go hours, man. That's what we on do. This show. You know that. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, a, no shot. We're going three months without having you back on. I am again profusely sorry for for that. I, that is inexcusable. <laughs> Jeez, don't I, don't I, be, I, man. You're good. I knew my bookkeeping was bad. I, I knew my my uh, my concept of time was was bad. I didn't know it was that bad though. Where I'm letting you go three months without bothering you to be on the show like that is disgraceful for me. So I apologize. Disgraceful, <laughs> You're good, brother. You're good, man. I'm not. I'm not. But <laughs> we're, we're gonna try to be good though. So, uh, but no. Hey, thanks a ton, man. We always appreciate you. Um, any, anything you want to shout out before we let you go enjoy the rest of your week or um you know what man i want to give a, I, I i do have a lot man um i want to give a special two two shout outs by the way okay. um obviously number one on this list i want to give a shout out to my son my oldest son knox who averaged about 15 rebounds a game he's balling he, man he he's I killing see the facebook it, post i see the facebook he, post <laughs> he, he's killing it man and he loves the game so obviously i gotta give a special shout out to my son and my youngest son, Nash, my daughter, Lola, always a shout out to my kids. And mm-hmm. my other shout out is to the autism community, man. As everybody knows, it is Autism Acceptance Month and Autism Awareness Month. So to the autism community, anybody listening to this, watching this, who has, who's has been impacted by autism, just know that you are not alone. I'm here on your journey. I may not be with you, but you know what? I'm with you the whole way, no matter what. And, you know, I got my communities back no matter what. So everybody, please take time to learn about autism, be aware of it and accept those in the community, but don't just make it a one day thing, a one month thing. Let's make it a year thing. So shout out to the autism community, family and friends in that community. Love that. Great, great ambassador. I mean, great person all around, great Spartan. So, Hey, AI, thanks a ton, man. Until next time. Hey, we'll see you go, go enjoy the rest of your week. And everyone else listening to go enjoy the rest of your week as well. You know, we'll be back with another episode. It's locked on Spartans. We physically cannot stop talking Spartans here. That's why we do it five days a week here in the lockdown podcast network until next time. Hey, love every single one of you go green. Let's go. Let's go.